I V M. You are listening to the Signal Daily, brought to you by Front Page Studios. It looks like there's a new trend on TikTok and YouTube, and mind you, it's not your regular trend. It's actually quite illegal. Some Brazilian content creators are now making posts on how to mine gold illegally. With promises of extra cash and riches, they have created an online presence for themselves as mining influencers. What's surprising is that, albeit an illegal activity, these POV videos are actually getting millions of hits online and helping illegal miners sell mining machines. Among these groups of gold seekers, Garim Pyro Solitario has become quite popular in this niche space. Launched in 2015, his channel is backed by over 200,000 subscribers. However, his TikTok has crossed a massive 600,000. To give you an idea, these videos attract at least 10.6 million views. What's so clickbaity about them is that it features content like river diving expeditions to fish out treasures guides on how to cross borders etc that gives its viewers a guided experience once monetized the creators can earn up to $40000 in a span of 3 weeks to put things into perspective the average monthly wage in brazil is just about $560 and it doesn't stop there some creators have cranked it up by opening e-commerce platforms where they sell equipments like gloves spades etc as well and now let me tell you that the garim pyro movement is not limited to just one creator like solitario it has amassed thousands of followers on youtube and tiktok with people using the term to gain popularity however amidst the excitement and potential profits important issues are being overlooked the mining tutorials provided by these creators could potentially lead to illegal land encroachments and violations of federal regulations that viewers may not be fully aware of not only is it illegal and a crime at that but according to an article on the rest of the world these videos are also encouraging people to mine in indigenous protected lands using mining equipment that has largely been outlawed by the brazilian government further these videos have led to a growing presence in mining settlements like colombia and venezuela In fact according to the report mining activities in indigenous lands in the Amazon grew by 495% between 2010 and 2020 This is a result of various creators egging their views on to cross into the Amazonian regions to hunt for rarities And the problem is that these activities have gotten so intense that they have initiated a full-blown humanitarian crisis among the Yanomami community of the Amazon which comprises about 28000 people as a direct consequence of this illegal mining the land is now prone to diseases violence and environmental damages leading to acute malnutrition issues and deaths in the midst of all this chaos i do want to point out one fact that is interesting according to greenpeace's stop the excavators report there were about 176 illegal diggers in these forests out of which 75 were identified as belonging to the brand Hyundai the brand has identified as the preferred option for heavy machinery used to destroy these indigenous lands of the amazon 
ever since, Hyundai has been under intense fire. And speaking of gold and illegal activities, an Economic Times report says that back at home in India, which is the second largest consumer of yellow metal in the world, very little of the precious metal is actually coming from legal sources. It's mostly smuggled gold that seems to have flooded the market. A high import duty is the primary reason for it. And as per the World Gold Council, around 10% of a country's gold consumption is apparently met by smuggled gold. And now that's something to think about, isn't it? For the next few minutes, you're going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I am Manaswini, and this is the Deep Dive for 24th April, 2023. India seems to have a massive appetite for fantasy sports. Recent research reveals that the country is dominating the fantasy sports market with over 300 platforms and a staggering 18 crore users. Outshining North America with a user base that's almost three times bigger, India has emerged as the world's fastest-growing fantasy sports market. So in FY 2022, the fantasy sports industry in India went up by 31% and reached a value of Rs 6,800 crore. And now it's expected to grow even bigger hitting 50 crore users by 2027 with a massive market value of Rs 25,240 crore. And what's interesting is that the industry is already worth a whopping Rs 75,000 crore. And reportedly, 60% of the user transactions come from Tier 2 and Tier 3 cities alone. And you see, fantasy sports isn't just a hobby anymore. It's a cash-generating and a job-creating powerhouse. For instance, A CNBC report indicates that this industry has created over 12,800 high-skilled jobs across various fields in FY 2022, with another 3,000 job opportunities expected to sprout up by FY27. Indirectly, it's also supporting 7,500 professionals and the numbers are set to only rise to 10,500 by FY27. Now, Although Cricket World Cup was undoubtedly the game-changer that kick-started the fantasy gaming craze, it's not the only sport that fans are interested in. A report by the Federation of Indian Fantasy Sports and Deloitte India reveals that nearly 70% of users are now exploring new sports and players beyond the boundaries of cricket. For instance, sports such as football, kabaddi, hockey, basketball, baseball and even the NFL are also gaining popularity on fantasy gaming platforms. So what's the reason behind people going gaga over fantasy sports these days? Well, it's pretty straightforward actually. The insane growth in the industry can be attributed to the ever-increasing use of smartphones, improved internet accessibility and the India's young and tech-savvy population. Also, in the world of fantasy sports, India has been a player for over 20 years. It all started when ESPN Star Sports Channel introduced Super Selector, the pioneer of fantasy gaming in India. And now, the industry has bloomed with Dream 11 becoming the first Indian gaming unicorn in 2019, followed by Mobile Premier League or MPL joining the club two years later. But it's not just these giants that are enjoying the spoils of fantasy sports. 
smaller platforms like my 11 circle my team 11 fan to play and 11 wickets are also thriving and attracting millions of users every season but is it all that simple to create a fantasy sports platform we take this question to jaydeep vaidya the resident sports expert and author of the playbook our weekly business of sports newsletter he gives us the scoop on how fantasy gaming works in india and breaks down the legal stuff we need to watch out for india's fantasy sports boom over the last 5 to 6 years is very evident if you see the number of platforms advertising especially during tournaments such as the indian premier league you've got the likes of dream 11 mpl my 11 circle winzo fantasy akada my fab 11 who are advertising not just on television and digital but also sponsoring teams now the interesting thing about indian fantasy sports is that it's largely based on the daily fantasy sports format where you pick teams per match rather than you know picking a team over an entire season of a tournament like the IPL so you can argue that picking a team over a season has more of a skill element involved and secondly indian fantasy sports is also heavily based on real money gaming where users are pushed to put in money and in turn win based on how they pick their teams So Indian fantasy sports you can say is skirting a thin line between what is a game of chance and game of skill however India's supreme court has ruled that dream 11's format of fantasy sports is legal now according to this format participants have to choose a team consisting of at least the number of players as those which are playing in a real life sports team for, so for example in cricket you have to choose a team that has 11 players like what's there on the field in basketball it has to be 5 in kabaddi it has to be 7 and so on and also all contests have to run for at least the duration of one full match in each sport and no team changes are allowed for the users after the start of the match so this is the format that has been approved by the supreme court but now you can see that there are 300 platforms operating in india and 180 million users playing according to the latest report by deloitte india and the federation of indian fantasy sports now are all these 300 platforms following this same format that has been approved that's something for self regulatory bodies such as the fifs or federation of indian fantasy sports to check and this is i'm sure becoming an increasingly difficult thing to do considering the number of uh, platforms that are popping up so yeah definitely an interesting space to watch out for not just in terms of the business but also the legal aspect if you like listening to the signal daily please show us some support rate and review us on apple podcast and spotify We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So feel free to shoot an email at hello at the rate the signal dot co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IVM. The episode was written, researched, and produced by Akshaya and me, Manaswini. Edited by Shorbury. Mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music. and google podcast or wherever you listen to your podcasts 
We are the Signal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.